Well, hey, it's Alex Keller. And I'm Mike Harding. This is the Filmtastic Voyage. Hello, Alex. Well, it's midnight. Or, in some places, it's uh, 9.30. Or maybe you're in a part of the world where it's uh, like 5 in the afternoon. How can it be midnight and 9.30? Wouldn't it be midnight 30? Time zones. Wasn't North Korea like half an hour different from South Korea, and didn't they recently fix that? I don't know. Because North Korea and South Korea are hanging out now? Well, the funny thing is, is I guess it's uh, the whole peace treaty thing has happened a few different times. Well, I thought that was which a f- lot of people don't know. Yeah, no, but it's not. I think they were officially ending the war, which is a big deal considering it's been the Korean War has not ended since nineteen fifties. That's true. The fifties. Yeah. So, well, good for them. Well, uh, this you, isn't politics talks. This is a cinema talk. <laughs> Welcome to Film Tastic Voyage, everybody. Uh, this is. The podcast where we talk about all kinds of stuff, mostly film. Yeah. But you know, hey, nothing's off limits. Yeah. So, Mike, what's your opinion on Korea? What? Uh, which no. <laughs> which Korea are we talking? Huh? <laughs> um, you know what they say about Korea, though? It's got soul. That's right. You you heard it here first. Uh, anyways, <laughs> um, hey everybody. We're talking movies, and so many movies to talk about. Listen, there's been at least what? A gaggle. A gaggle. I mean, how many thousands? Hundreds of thousands? Of movies? Not hundreds of thousands. In general? Tens of thousands? What? Since when? Since the birth of cinema. Well, here's the thing. If you look at the actually the MPAA, if you look at the end credits of every movie, right. they actually list the number of movies. I think right now we're they around 55,000. But overall in the world, I think we're at, we're in the hundreds of thousands. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, everybody, that's right. If you check at the very end of the credits of every movie you see, you're going to see a little number down at the bottom there. And that is that number movie. That's only for the MPAA, though. So movies have been rated by the Motion Picture Association of America. Okay. Um, so things that are unrated, unreleased, uh, you might not see. Um, things well, that like are the room? like. That was rated. It's radar, isn't it? Oh. Is it? Oh, yeah, I guess so, huh? Uh, movies, that probably like Lifetime movies, movies from TV, HBO oh. movies and stuff, maybe. I'm not quite sure, but, you know, there's lots of movies out there. Netflix movies. What is a movie, Mike? What is a movie? Um, You know, it's something that has to be at least a half an hour long to be considered a feature film, uh, right? 60 minutes. Really? Really? Mm-hmm. I thought it was 30 minutes. Uh, I thought it was 60. Huh. Because okay. I've seen, like, 45-minute things that are still considered short form. Like, a document. I've seen, like, a 45-minute documentary that was still a short documentary, you know? I always thought it was uh, uh, 60. Okay, well, according to the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, the American Film Institute, and the British Film Institute, a feature film runs for at least 40 minutes, while the Screen Actors Guild holds it holds that it is 80 minutes or longer. Okay, well, hmm. Either way, the, only, the shortest movie I've ever seen that's considered a feature film is The Land Before Time at 65 minutes. <laughs> wow. That, I didn't... 
The first one? Wait, which one? The yeah. The, f- lamp- the first one? Yeah. The real Damn. one. Really cutting the budget down there. That movie, was actually, that movie was actually cut a lot out of it. So. Why? Because it's too scary. Seriously? Yeah. Man, what? I want to see the original fucking... Well, I guess they just cut it out of the boards or something. Huh? Yeah, probably. That sucks. I want to see the original idea for that. I want to see a scary dinosaur well, movie. It says apparently it's 80 minutes. Where where did I get that 65 minutes then? I don't know. Huh. Never mind. Sorry, there's, everyone. There's Land Before Time full episodes. I don't want to watch that. Yeah, maybe I, maybe I read that somewhere. I, re- I, re- I swear to God, I, I saw it. Like I was watching it, and it was like 65 minutes long. But Yeah. Well, the funny thing about Land Before Time is it stars a creature that was deemed unexistent, inexistent. Non-existent. Non-existent for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And then recently, I think April 7th, 2015, <laughs> uh, was deemed real again. Well, it's like they just found different species. And they're like, finally, we can just name it this and bring it back. What a celebration. Yep. What a celebration it was. Brontos. Get, get one of them Bronto steaks. I really, I kind of want to make it a thing where Brontosaurus Day is an actual holiday. I want to make September Day a real holiday. September 12th, September Day. What? I don't know. <laughs> it's a thing I started where now, every September, on September 12th, I I treat myself. It's my treat myself day. Uh-huh. But I recall now I've gone, I call it September Day because it's it's a day, it's a random day of September, and I've always kind of just wanted to invent a holiday that's just a random day in a month and call it September Day. Maybe it shouldn't be the 12th, though, huh? Well, that just happens to... Well, <laughs> we can't go your whole lives comparing things to 9-11, and it's the day after 9-11. Okay. I, I, all right. I just... Okay. It's like, oh, this tragedy happened on this day. Every day of the year has got some sort of historically terrible tragedy happened during it. Mike... I don't know about that. Yeah, it's but like, every, oh, every this day, day there was a shooting. This day there was a every uh, single day though. Not every a, single day. Well, no. like how many holidays are you supposed to have if, if you're excluding tragedies from them? Huh? That's not fair. That's well, no. I mean, you're right. That's the day after a national tra- tragedy. You're right. You're right. But uh, and it coincides know. with the day that I got my apartment when I first moved out here, so it's a good day. Oh, interesting. I think mine was August fifth or something. Hmm. Or no, I don't know. August 5th? Maybe. Well, it's a bit close to some shooting, I'm sure, or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, hey, Alex, um, guess where I went recently? The, Very recently. That September day is a thing that I made up. Huh? You learned that? No, no, guess where I went recently. Oh, I thought you said guess where I learned Guess what I learned recently? That September day is September 12th. Did you go see... Where'd you go? You went to Portland? I went to Portland. Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Not Portland, Maine. No, fuck that. Uh, Maine's beautiful, man. Maine... Hey, Maine's my main state. Maine... (laughs) I I doubt that highly, considering you live in California. Yeah. California for life. What can I say? Um, But Alex, would you like to know about Oregon? No. Have you been to Oregon? No. I've really? been up the West Coast. I've been my ex- America experience goes from stretches from Maine to California, nothing in between with the exception of Florida. Well, okay. Sorry, with everything in between, but like nothing. I haven't been like well actually I went I went I finally like last year I went to Wyoming, so that kind of counts, but like the the northwest and the southeast are kind of big what? old never really went went there swaths. What's sort of doing Wyoming? Yellowstone. Oh. It's gorgeous. Okay. 
I went to Yellowstone, fun story. I went to Yellowstone, and I went to the Grand Teton National Park, and I sat literally right in the path of totality of the solar eclipse. Jesus. And it was pretty goddamn cool. Did it, I, I picture it like charging your, like, like it, you know, it's like you line up in that place you just said, and it just, like, charges every cell in your body, and then all of a sudden you're a superhero. I wish, but it made shadows freak out, which was real cool. Oh, okay. Because it had like you know that effect like you hold like a like you know like when when you're you're like a kid it's like hold a circle onto the ground you could see the eclipse from the shadows right yeah everything was doing that so like leaves wow. and stuff so all the shadows were like freaking out and weird and like it was super cool wow it's trippy as balls that's crazy oh man well there goes my Portland story but Alex uh... <laughs> how's Portland um. Well, I, the, I have did a you see the famous port? I have a question for you, but I'll, I'll ask it after I talk about Portland. Listen, everybody, I've been to Seattle, all right, and now I've been to Portland. I used to think Seattle was just fucking amazing, which it still is a great city. But between the two, go to Portland first. But doesn't Portland hate tourists and people coming out from that places because the they do? Yeah, so because it's ruined their economy, Isn't so it, they say. Well, so they it's say made it better. But now no one could afford it. <laughs> well, that well, they, basically, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's made the economy. It's made the rich richer. Right. It's outpriced people. And one of the interesting things there was like, I guess homelessness was not much of a problem way back before, you know, the housing crisis and the recuperation from the housing crisis. But what has happened is because you know since the housing crisis, uh, there's been a lot of gentrification. On the upswing, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and I think it's mainly because people have been li- moving out of the Bay Area and and either to Portland or Seattle or Los Angeles, mm-hmm. like me. Or Vancouver. Or Vancouver. And basically what happens is it drives up the prices uh, to live there, right? Yeah, but San Francisco is not doing so hot either. No. No, they're not. But no one talks about San Diego. Shh. <laughs> San Diego's nice. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, it's no one really gives a fuck about San Diego at the moment. No. Um, I went to the San Diego Zoo recently. Mm. Did I tell you that? No, I heard I heard San Diego. I've been to Comic Con. San Diego's San Diego's gorgeous. It is incredible. San Diego Zoo is incredible. I know someone that works at the San Diego Zoo. Oh. Well, rather Is it one of the animals? A friend's Tell me it's one of the animals. Oh, okay. Um, so Portland, uh, it's pretty cool. There's like the west side and the east side, right, of the river. Oh, yeah. And crossing this river, every bridge looks different, which is crazy. It's like every bridge is like a different kind of bridge. Which like is, in London. Which is nuts. Yeah. Um, and then, I don't know, it was just cool. Like we went into like the downtown, we stayed in the downtown area. We went to Powell's bookstore, which is like four or five stories tall and it's like this giant it just has everything that's where i got that flintstones book it's kind of like the last bookstore it's like the last bookstore but even bigger and better even more last it makes the last bookstore look like a borders express Hmm. uh the fao schwartz of bookstores yes yes there was a, a chinese garden that we went to that was really nice there was this uh, breakfast place in an industrial park that we went to that had smoked trout Benedict, and goddamn, that shit melts in your mouth. That sounds pretty tasty. Yeah. Um, we played this mini golf that was like glow-in-the-dark ghost pirates. Oh. And that was 
fun. That sounds awesome. There was a Leica exhibit. Saw also a bunch of Leica. ghost pirates. Yeah, actually. Nice. Yeah. So it was fun. It was a very fun trip. That sounds cool. Yeah. Where's somewhere you haven't been that you'd like to go? Is that the question that you were holding on? No. Vienna. This is another question. Vienna, really? Yeah. Why is that? It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. Look at the pictures. Okay. Yeah. And also because, you know, it's like not quite as hip and happening as like as Berlin, which I also haven't been to. Oh, okay. So, I don't know. I just like Austria is really pretty. It's got nice mountains. There's a, you know, the hills are alive with the sound of music over there here. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. Every time, every picture I've ever seen of Vienna just looks gorgeous. And they got, they got you know, sausages there. It's just like everything I want. So <laughs> It was the sausages that got you interested, though, huh? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's and, cool. Yeah. And beer. Yeah. Cool, man. What about you? Oh, there's so many places I have I mean, not been. That's the top one off my top of my head, but there's like a you know, oh top place. That's one top place, Australia. Ooh, that's basically Austria, but different. Yeah, one more syllable. Yep. <laughs> see the Opera House. See a bunch of seagulls. In Australia, I don't know what well, yeah, whatever they have going on over there. They just got a bunch of weird ass animals. Yeah, that could the- kill you. And, like, I, it's not even that I want to see, like, Sydney. I want to see the Outback. It's hot You know out what there, I mean? Though. It's, like, hot and dangerous and shit out there. And, like, and that's the thing is everybody's like, man, you're crazy. Why, why would you want to do that? And I'm thinking, well, it's like I probably won't die. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just don't get out of the car when the fucking wombat is, like, out there or something. I had a teacher a long time ago <laughs> that went to the Outback, I think, to see the big rock. And it snowed that day because it was the summer, therefore the winter over there. Oh. And it was, he was like, God damn it. Oh. Fun fact, I went to the Grand Canyon once in April and it snowed, it blizzarded. Wow. And I'm like, it's fucking April. I think like at the time I didn't really understand the elevation and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Because I just knew it was like Arizona equals desert. What the fuck? Right. And so I didn't see the Grand Canyon. I didn't see the Grand Canyon until last year on the same trip where I saw the eclipse. Oh, okay. So I went there when I was seven, and we had to turn around because it was literally the worst weather I've ever seen. Wow. Not really. That's a lie. But it was a uh, among, that's like a top 10 worst weathers I've ever seen. Like, you couldn't see anything. It was low <laughs> low visibility. We had to just, like, find wherever we could hole up and then leave. Right, yeah. I've wanted to go to the Grand Canyon. Oh, man. So it's bad. so beautiful. I went to the south side, uh, which is a lot less popular than Northridge, but oh, boy. Yeah, it's pretty as fuck. Wow! And there was a charming little little cabin that we stayed in, and the waitress would sing us songs. Really? Yeah, it was super, super, super fun. Now, did you? Uh, is it is it true that they have like mules you can ride down to the bottom? Yeah, I don't know if it was around where we went because this, uh, if you know, personal vacation stories, I guess. Uh, we just kind of stayed in this place that was like 20 miles or 20, 30 minutes outside of the actual like national park mm-hmm. because we couldn't, it was all booked. And so we drove in, parked a car, went to the ledge, the edge was like, wow, cool. And then we go left, you know, cause right you could have gone hiking down, but like you're going down to a canyon. Isn't it's an all day kind of thing. I kind of, yeah. I didn't, I didn't see any rentals for donkeys and stuff, but like that we were in, there's only, there's only one hotel and one like nature center on the south rim and the north rim there was like a bunch more so I, the north rim is the more popular side i think oh okay interesting do you know the difference between uh a donkey and a mule isn't a mule like a crossbreed 
a crossbreed between a, a donkey and a horse, right? Mm. Mules are sterile. Yeah, because the crossbreeds are like ligers. That's got to be a weird existence where you're sitting there being like, huh, I'm like half of these other things, but I have no sex drive and nothing. Yep, it's kind of weird. That is a really weird thing. Anyways. Like a liger. <laughs> like a liger. I've never seen a... Ligers don't exist, yeah, right? Pic- look at a picture. You can see the ligers have, have existed. I've seen pictures. There's actual ligers. Yeah. I thought that was just a Napoleon Dynamite thing. Well, there's also Liger Zero from Zoids. Zoids? What the... F- That's some anime. I don't know. Oh, I remember... Uh, I just remember that was the first every time I ever heard of a Liger. Okay. Now, this is Photoshop right That's here. That's Photoshop. That one on the right, uh, though, is real. Where? The big one next to the guy. This thing? Yeah. Damn, that is gigantic. That... Ligers, I think, can't stop growing or something. Ugh. Yeah, they look ugly. They look really bad. Look at that. Yeah. That thing looks like it has a lot of problems. Yeah. I don't think, like, again, again? I think... Yeah. I think they're kind of, uh... You know, they're crossbreeds. They're not... They're technically speaking oh not supposed God. to exist. That looks so it honestly it looks like a tiger that just overate. Like <laughs> it just looks like a lazy ass tiger. <laughs> well, I mean like he's probably just depressed because he's like, you know, an affront to God or whatever. Yeah. Um, anyways, this is the film Fantastic Voyage. Um, I hope you were riveted by our, our descriptions of looking at pictures on Google. Well, you sh- you guys should look up Liger though, because it's like I didn't know this even so was gotta, a thing. We gotta make one of them film podcasts, one of them one of them YouTube podcasts where we're like filming ourselves, filming ourselves. Well, you staring know, staring blankly at the camera and being like, ah. Uh, Here's the thing, guys. If I can get enough money, Patreon. I, I actually would love to. To uh, implement like a video element, you have to buy that camera though. Or well, yeah, you have to buy a couple cameras. Really? Well, you, you don't want you don't want just one static shot. No, but then you have to edit it. It's a whole thing. Whole well, production. What, what you do is you, you you would live stream it, but you would you know what I mean. You'd have someone switching. Why don't you just film it two cameras and edit it together later? Well, you probably want a three camera setup. Oh, it like was the premiere. Actually, that's probably easier. Huh? Yeah, much easier. Yeah, uh, you talk like a, a fucking like a, what do you call it? like a control room. Fuck yeah. Also, who's going to... Why would we live stream? We record this at sporadic times throughout the week anyways. Well, I mean... Mostly Theoretically, we have a routine, but... That would be nice if we had like a PBS All Access show or whatever. Yeah, hey, PBS. (laughs) I mean, if Wayne's World can do it, we can. We're essentially the Wayne's World of podcasts. (sighs) Party on, Mike. Who am I? Who am I, Garth? Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I got you're probably more Wayne than 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 Garth. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like you started the podcast, so you'd be Wayne, I guess. Well, our audience didn't know that. And I like licorice, but a I lot, guess they so know I, like, I guess. But you came up with the name Filmtastic Voice. I came up with both names, including the last name, Cinema Shack, and Filmtastic Voice. And I designed the logo. Yeah, so you know, you're we're, just the we're idea. Even. You're just the idea guy. I got this <laughs> idea of I, I need someone to draw and 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 edit and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll take a slice of the profits. <laughs> I always love here getting back to film talk. I always love it when um when someone wants to be attached to a project that you're doing, like a creative project, but but they're 
what they say is like, oh yeah, I'm more of just like the idea guy. You know, like they don't write the script or like they don't like design anything. They don't have any equipment or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? They're they're literally just like I don't know. I just have like this sentence in my head that I think is cool. You're only allowed to do that if you pay <laughs> for the fucking thing. Then you be the you can become the executive producer. That's right. How you become an idea guy. Right. When it's you're helping pay for the project. That's it. Well, I'm talking about like, you know, when you're in junior college and your yeah, no. your classmate is like, Hey, you draw pictures? Oh man, I got this great idea for a comic. And you're like, uh Yeah, you wanna pay me? <laughs> Uh, yeah hey mike ever told you this idea i had for a comic you draw things right yeah man <laughs> that's happened to me before i don't know if it's happened to you but happened, I, tell, I think it's uh, it's happened with my family like not like 100 percent serious but like hey would you like to collaborate on an animation we they actually wrote a script oh so no it wasn't, but so it wasn't a um it was a, it was like college you know right um like my my sister she went to film school or rather she went to school and took film. Um, like she wrote a script, or she and her friends. So like you know, it was actually like a creative thing. And then like it's like a script that was way too ambitious that no way could animate any ever. <laughs> um, but it was, it was again one of those things. It's like oh, animation, it's easy. Well, not easy, but it's like you know you don't imagine how long it takes. Yeah. Did you see there was a gif going around. I saw on the Facebooks where someone it was like what you might call it a, a time lapse. Someone drawing three drawing the same drawing with oh, ten minutes, yeah. one minute, and ten seconds. Sp- it was Spider Man, right? Spidey, yeah. And it was a, to demonstrate how fucking long it takes to draw something. Yeah, that was funny. And even then, like that wasn't like you know the ten minute long Spidey wasn't like the best Spidey ever, even you know. Well, because the quote was, I believe it was like, "Oh, I can get this done in two months," and then the guy, the client, was like, "Do it in two weeks," and then it showed those three things. Yeah, there's people who do that and like in movies and stuff. They just want to sound cool. It's like you know, oh, I got six hours. You got three. <laughs> okay. They never show the the yeah. They they never show the the real life application of that where you end up with a shitty product. Like it's not it's broken. I sorry, we're fucked. <laughs> um, I do like the opposite though. Having an alien though, where it's like where the um, where they're like, ah, oh, it's probably gonna take like eighteen hours, and then the uh, the guy's like, yeah, it's gonna be like twenty five hours. <laughs> Which is fun. That was an aliens. Alien. Oh, alien. It was uh the two guy Yafit Kodo and um, fuck the other guy the the engineers. Oh, when they when they land on the planet with the alien planet and they they accidentally like blow blow a fuse or whatever and they have to fix it. Oh, okay. It's a fun little detail I always liked. Yeah. God, what was that guy's name? Whatever. Um, Speaking of which, I mean that whole franchise now. What's the deal with that? I mean, I guess are they sort of slowing the roll on on that? I guess so. I haven't heard anything. They've, right? They've slowed. Their, I think they've soft canceled the remaining movies. Well, because what has it been? One year or two years? Since, yeah, it's been about one. Was year. that twenty seventeen? Yeah, about a year since Alien Covenant. I think. I think that was a spring of last year movie. Okay, so there is still time. Like for May them to, maybe. To come out with another bad movie. Well, I mean, like, they just haven't announced it. Yeah. Like, they went straight from Prometheus, I think, Daily and Covenant. Or not straight from, but, like, there was momentum. But now, well, that was, like, 2012. I guess maybe not. I don't know. I haven't heard much, though. I haven't heard any, any plans. So. Uh, Predator is coming out still eventually. No trailer on that. I heard Terminator has been given the title. The reboot of Terminator is now called Terminator. 
It's just called Terminator now. As far as I've as far as I've read, which is confusing. I'm not a fan of that trend or whatever you want to call it, where they reboot something, give it the same name, even though it's technically yep. a sequel or prequel. Yeah, like Robocop. Or well, that's a reboot. It's a remake. But no, I guess what I'm saying is, yeah, I don't like that where it's like, oh, now like kids are gonna get confused now. Well, it's like <laughs> remakes, fine. I get it. It's a remake. It's a it's a redo. That's fine. I'm talking like Oh man, I love the thing. You mean like John Carpenter the thing or the 2011 the thing? Well, and then also the problem is, is like let's say you're which is a prequel. Yeah, but like let's say you're like 14 year old Franklin, right? And you're asking your aunt, like your your aunt asks you what you want for Christmas, and you're like, hey, I want RoboCop. And for you, you're thinking the original, the good one. But then fucking aunt, you know, your fucking aunt goes out and buys the the newer one, right? Then you're stuck with the newer yeah, one. Yeah. Also, well, I guess you're 14. That's good enough. I would always <laughs> like for Christmas and stuff be super specific. I would put like the year and the format, right, of what I wanted to make sure that no one could fuck it up. And no one ever did, thankfully. So it's like I want RoboCop on Blu-ray, the RoboCop 1986. Oh, I don't know. Version. I don't know. I'm a soft RoboCop Uncut fan. version. Yes. Uh, is there a cut version? The uncut version is more violence. Oh. I saw the cut. I've only ever seen the actual theatrically released version, the unrated version oh. I have not seen. Okay. Um, you saw that one parody, right, where it's like RoboCop looking around and he's like shooting dudes in the dick? Oh, no, I haven't. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that sounds fun, though. Um, you know what's actually is, anyways, speaking of this whole thing, the worst offenders are video games. Because like even most recently, so we got God of War, God of War 2, God of War 3, and then its sequel, God of War. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. It happens all the time. That's not, like video games are notorious for doing that. Like I wouldn't be surprised if like the next Halo was just called Halo. Although, to be fair, the first Halo is technically called Halo Combat Evolved, so they could, it is a different name, but whatever. But like they do that all the time. Like I'm trying to think of a sequel that has the same name again. Well, There's so many in... Yeah, I mean this this hardly relates, but uh, there was a 2010 album by Stone Temple Pilots called Stone Temple Pilots. Then there was a 2018 album by Stone Temple Pilots called Stone Temple Pilots. Well, that's just confusing. Why would they do that? And they were they were it was one after another. It was this was made, and then the next album is like also a self title. Yeah, isn't that weird? Wow, I don't get self title albums. I always find it just sort of like off putting. I like yeah, basically yeah. I think like, outside of the debut album, which makes sense to me, but like making a self-titled album, like as your like your fifth album, is just sort of like, hmm. Well, y- y- here's the thing. Um, uh, for example, like the f- the first of those self-titled albums was like the band reunited after a decade. Okay. Uh-huh, that makes right. Sense, so that's cool. It's like okay, that makes sense. But then you know, and then the singer died, and then this new album came out. And then it has a new singer, and then it's a self-title again. And oh. it's like, well, you can't like make it special twice. I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know. think up a name. The biggest instance of that to me is the band, uh, the band Dream Theater, which I kind of fell out with a uh-huh. while ago. But like, they're like two or three, like they're like eighth or tenth album was no doubt. No, it was probably like, yeah, it was like was was just Dream Theater, but there's nothing special about it. Oh, like. Their their drummer and primary lyricist had quit or slash was fired like three albums ago, and there was no reason to call it whatever it was, man. And especially ever since that drummer quit, they weren't the same. And I also, I can't really go back to their old albums because I guess don't really 
you know, I just grew out of them, so oh, it's hard yeah. to say now which one, which happened. First. They kind of both happened at the same time where I both stopped listening to them and the guy quit, so I don't know which which led to what. Well, I got to tell you, man, when a drummer quits a band or gets fired from a band, mm-hmm. you really feel it. And people like like people don't quite get why something sounds different or whatever because mm-hmm. it's not like out in front, but like man, uh, a couple bands I can think of. One of them being The Verve, mm-hmm. and another one being um, the Mars Volta. Oh, well, they they both switched out their drummers. Which album did the Mars Volta get switched? Oh, I don't know. Because I have all their I like I love not. Love is a strong word, but I really enjoy the Lamar's Volta. And I would wonder which which album it is because they have they're they're so weird though. So who knows? Right? Yeah, I just remember a lot of fans of the Mars Volta complaining about oh their their first drummer's gone or something. They're you know? weird because they had like I remember like their last album was a big to do and it was like like I would see like actual advertisements like places oh, for wow. their albums like oh wow they're like big time and, like that a hasn't month later in a while. like a month later they broke up. Wow! I'm like oh okay. <laughs> They were, you know, I mean, back in like what, like two thousand five ish, five ish, six ish, they were a huge deal. They're a cool band. I like them a lot. Yeah, I saw them. Uh, I saw them open for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, I imagine they're so weird. Which is such a weird combination, but it was because their guitarist, I think his name's Omar. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did some work on um, the album Stadium Arcadium. Uh. So it was sort of this, they had a little friendship going for a bit. And I think Flea did some bass work for one of their albums, Mars Volta's albums. Yeah. So they had like a little bit of a friendship there for a bit. But uh, it was weird seeing them because like they they put on a good show. They put on a big, like a big good show. Uh It was weird seeing that and then seeing the Red Hot Chili Peppers who don't really. I thought they were... I thought they were famously fun. Uh, you'd think. Maybe it was just nineties. Maybe I caught them on a bad night or something. Could but be. man, they didn't give a fuck. No fucks. No hmm. fucks given by the, the Red Hot Chili. I've only ever seen like footage of them in the nineties where they're all wacky and wild. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. God, I'm trying to think of more video games that have weird reboot, reboot titles. Uh. Mm, I'm a bad person to ask about that. I mean, you like, know? it has to be a sequel. It can't be a reboot. A sequel with the same name. People, let, let me know in the comments if you have any good suggestions. Yeah. Hmm. I would say Nintendo games, but actually they all have unique yeah. names. No one's going to get confused that yeah. way. Um, the only one it's can, would be confusing is New Super Mario Brothers. Oh, right. <laughs> but that's probably the only one I could think of. Yeah. I don't know. It's It says a lot when you... When, it says a lot when you take an older property and you rename it, or you 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 take the like. What are they? I guess what is the statement that someone's trying to to make with that, though? You know what I mean? Like, what are they trying? Like, what are they trying to say with it's that? Usually, it's just a soft reboot. It's usually like it's a reboot. You can play it like you can don't have to start here. You can just, or rather, you don't have to play the old games. You can start right here. But it's also a sequel. But don't worry about that. That's usually what yeah. that means. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, and the first new Star Trek was just called Star Trek. That was a reboot. Right. That wasn't... I guess that is technically kind of in continuity, but it also go back in time. So that isn't, that's like a weird one-off situation. I'm talking about games that are literally like... If you looked at it, or movies, if you looked at it, it would be 
like number four or whatever, but it's just yeah. called like Terminator or whatever. It's like you know, I don't know. It's it's weird. The well, predator, is it predator, the the new it's predator. It's called the predator, though. It's called the. Pre- I mean, that, that counts, I think, in that category. Yeah, and also because predator doesn't really have a lineage, like a line of movies. No. There's no storyline, so it can kind of work. It's a little, it's you know, it's different. But you can say, oh, have you seen Predator or the Predator? And you, you know, as long as you emphasize the, you're pretty good. Well, but people are gonna get confused. Um. Honestly, I, I. I could see conversations where people are like, oh, have you seen The Predator? And they'd be like, oh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger one? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because most people don't know, like, they yeah. don't know if there's a the there or not, you know? Like, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I mean, mean... Predator's like a series of... It's like such a weird series where it's got one good movie, but, like, it's got, like, five or six movies in its franchise. <laughs> Well, what's interesting about the Predator, and not to say that the other movies are necessarily bad, but like compared to the first one, they're just they ain't up to snuff. You know what I'm saying? I think the the first one's good enough where they keep trying to redo it, and every and it's almost one of those things where they try to redo it and it sucks, and then they wait a few years and they're like, well, let's try to do it again. I bet we can make it. I I bet we could do it some justice this time. Then they try to do it again and then it sucks, and then <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, and that's the thing. I mean, like visually, I think Predator is very interesting, but I think Predator is also this character that only exists in a very specific kind of movie. I think a lot of, a problem with the Predator series, uh, as far as I can recall, having seen, having not seen any of the uh, sequels in a long time, is that they never really capitalize on the sort of stockiness of the first one. Like they're not as small scale because everyone knows what the predator is nowadays. So it's like they show the predator right away, and there he is, and everyone's just kind of shooting around. You know, there's never there's not that like, oh, I'm hunting you, I'm gonna get you. But the first and that's movie what had, it needs to be. I think, yeah, yeah. Um, I heard. Did you read the synopsis for the the predator? No. Oh uh, well, I hear it's gonna have a genetically enhanced predator. Oh come on! It's like, mm. why? Also, suburbia. They already did that. <laughs> yeah, kind of. So it's like, hmm, well, it's Shane Black, and I do like him, so we'll see. I also heard that they reshot most of the third act. So oh. we'll see. I hope With it's him good. or without him? With him. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Whatever, dude. I mean, it needs, you know, I, I don't know. I think it needs to be a movie where it's hunters being hunted. That's it. That's that's the gimmick. I think it's a bunch of ex-convicts getting hunted in this new one. Yeah, okay. I, I, if it works. Yeah, I, I hope it's good, though. really hope it's good. Yeah. I love Predator. I'll see it. I'll be there. Yeah, and hey, Shane Black's great. So. Yeah, he, yep. Yeah, I think he made my he made my favorite Iron Man movie. So that's something. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. <laughs> um, oh, speaking of Iron Man, uh, how about that Ant Man trailer? Oh yes, Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, is this trailer number one? Two. Number two. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It it showed more of that movie, and I'm. You know, I, not like a lot of people, I am on the Ant-Man train. I think they're fun movies. I think a lot of people are on the Ant-Man train. Are they? When it came out, man, I think everybody was, like, kind of not into it. Well, I think that was, like, post-Age of Ultron stuff. I think people were a little getting off the Marvel train, then they got back on. Um, I wasn't on it. Having rewatched Ant-Man, though, I'm more on the Ant-Man train now because Ant-Man is a fun movie, kind of, sort of, more or less, still. It's a fun movie. I it's it's the kind of movie where you you have no problem showing it to anybody. I think. Yeah, I mean, like my dad loved Ant Man. I think I I was a bit down on Ant Man just because of the whole Edgar Wright not being there, and I was oh, like, yeah. man, 
but it's fine. It's you like know, a perfectly middle of the road Marvel movie. Well, you know who I noticed was not in the trailer for it was uh, the one guy, uh, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Cannaval. Bobby Cannaval. Let me see who is this guy. It was the boyfriend of the mom. Oh, why would he be in the trailer though? Was 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 Judy Greer in the trailer? I don't remember seeing her either. Well, I'm just saying. I think he was kind of a big selling point for that first movie. Like all the f- really funny shit in that movie. I'm sure he'll be back. Hopefully. Can you look it up? Can you see if he's in the cast? You might. You know. Yeah, I'll, I'll see if he's in the cast. Um, because I don't know. I think the movie was quite charming, and I think. Uh, yeah, he is not in it. He's not in the new one. Wow. Oh well. Yeah. Uh, oh well. Um. Either way, that looks like it's got you know doing some shrinking and stuff. It's got like a ghost oh, or yeah. something. Ghost villain, whatever the ghost or whatever it's called. Who is who is that? Who's I don't know. You're the Marvel guy, compared to no, me. No, no, no. What I mean is the actor or actress who's. Oh, I never heard of her. Okay. She seems so familiar. Well, maybe I have heard of her. I just don't recall. Um, I'm going to look it up because I want to know who it is. And um, it looks like it's somebody. I don't know. Oh, ghost. Hannah John Kamen. Never heard of her. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. She was in uh, Ready Player One. Oh, she was the assassin girl. Yeah, she was in Ready Player One. She reminded me of the of the. Uh, she's not the same person from Blade Runner, right? Blade Runner, Force Awakens, First Order officer. Oh, that's fun. It looks like she's like pretty new to the scene here. Well, she's done a lot of TV. Dark Souls Two. She was in uh, Dark Souls. <laughs> Oh, Dark Souls to Sweet Shalquar. Weird. Ah, fun. Yeah, and then she was in a TV series called Banana. Yum. All right. But anyways, yeah. Okay, so that's cool. Up and coming actress. Um, she was pretty great in Ready Player One. I thought she was good. I thought she. I mean, like she's just sort of a business assassin. Sure. I don't know. Not much you can do there. Like, yeah. It wasn't like ugh. she wrote any love, uh, love from uh, Blade Runner. Oh yeah. Basically, same character, right? Just sort of the right hand, right hand uh, woman. The brute, yeah. The muscle, the uh, yeah, the um, you know, the sword of the of the company, right? Um, did we talk about the Venom trailer? Speaking of trailers, also. Well, hold on. Just with Ant Man and the Wasp, though. Uh, I don't know. There was a couple scenes in there that I I really liked. It looks like uh, Michael Pena's character and those two other guys. Uh huh. Maybe they have like some sort of business or something that they're running. I hope so. They were great. Yeah, I don't because they're all dressed up in business suits and they're and they're you know they had an office or something. So that's cool. They were always fun. Um, yeah, who knows? I I have no. What's interesting, I think, is this this is going to take place right after Civil War, right? Uh, so it's. Gonna, I assume it's going to take right right take place right before Infinity War. That's my guess. Right. But at the I know in the in the trailer number 1 they talked about how oh, you know, if I asked you to help me fight for Captain America would you've done it and the wasp said yeah and you wouldn't have been caught or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So it is addressing sort of what happens to him after he's imprisoned in that one 
prison. I forget the name of it. Um, super prison. Whatever super prison that was. Uh, so we leave. Yeah. So it's it's basically filling in that gap from there to Infinity War. Um, it's funny they refer to that prison in Jessica Jones season two, uh, wow. which was a bad season. It was a real bad mm. season. I heard that um, the Russos and or no the screenwriters were like thinking about putting the Defenders in in Infinity War, and they're like, nah. Oh yeah, I'm kind of glad they didn't. So yeah, I don't care. Like I would have nerded out if they did, but it's sort of better that they did. At most, you could do like the Daredevil. At most, you could do Daredevil being like, "What was that?" And that was like he just like you see him on the street, you know. Just one shot of just <laughs> yeah, but he like you know, Spider Man like swings by his office and he's like, "Huh?" And that's it. Yeah, which is too bad actually. I mean, it 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 kind of sucks that like Punisher, Luke Cage. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, like I, you know, I, it, she's cool, but it it sucks that those characters are not ever gonna meet the other well characters. The problem also is that they would get crushed because their powers kind of suck compared to their street level. Yeah, yeah, their street level. Um, I actually heard speaking of Infinity War, uh, I heard a fun story that the screenwriters of Infinity War. Uh, we're talking about how uh, the movie was inspired by Frasier. How? Uh, it was. Th- <laughs> they said, you know how in Frasier, yeah, you got Frasier, and then his brother was like even more Frasier than he is. So that's why we put Iron Man and Doctor Strange together. <laughs> oh wow, that's something. Yeah. Wow. So I thought that was funny. Well, and that was great. I having the two of them squabble like they did was was fantastic. I thought because like their reasons, like, well, yeah, you could have you know two arrogant goatee assholes on each team, you know, but like it's better to have them paired up. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was great. I mean, damn, dude, Infinity War, so amazing. Yeah, well, we got a whole pot as a side side episode about that. Yeah. Anyways, um, but on the flip side of that. The question you asked, the Venom trailer. We didn't talk about that, did we? I don't know if we have, but fuck it. Let's talk about it anyways. The, I'm glad the, they showed Venom finally. That The first trailer, I think I've gone on record saying that trailer is awful. Like, I, I hope the movie is good. I like, you know, no, there's no such thing as a bad movie until it is. Uh-huh. Just bad marketing. Um, but marketing-wise, that first trailer annoyed the shit out of me because it showed nothing. Didn't, like, the... Didn't really. St- it was the tone they established was the most generic action movie tone I've ever seen, and had the gall to not even t- say the t- the title of the movie. It just said V, which is like, what are we doing? But this new one should have been the trailer you started with because it was like, oh, okay, I guess since what's going on, you, sh- you see Venom. It says Venom. I get what they're going for. At the very least, yeah. At least they made a uh, uh, a trailer with a passing grade. That's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. That second trailer is a trailer with a passing grade. We get to see a little bit of Venom. He actually looks pretty good. Uh, you know, they they have the the whole thing from the comic where it's Eddie Brock and Venom having these conversations about what they should do. Yeah, I like that. That's great. Um, now, if we're going to is subjectivity, if we're going to, into subjectivity with me, uh, I don't like Eddie Brock's voice too you don't, much. You don't like uh, Tom Hardy's whispery voice? Whispery baby voice? It's like this weird kind of like, I'm trying to sound really dumb. Your boss is a bad guy. <laughs> you, 
Your boss is a bad guy. Now, speaking of American accents, <laughs> Tom Hardy's got a weird American accent. He's never quite... Ah. Like, his accent, when he tries American, he, he, he kind of does like what Christopher Lambert does in Highlander, where it's like, where are you from? Everywhere? <laughs> so this takes place in San Francisco for no reason. I, whatever. Bi-coastal. And that's whatever, right? But the fundamental problem with this with this movie is it has nothing to do with Spider-Man, and that's like watching a Joker movie that has nothing to do with Batman. They're making that. That's awful. They're making two of them. It has nothing to do with Batman? Yep. Batman's not even going to be in it. Yep. Oh, my God. I mean, like, Why? I don't know if he's not going to be in it, but they're making, I believe they're making, they're currently developing two different Joker movies. With two actors or something? I wouldn't put it past them to do that because they think some... Uh, I don't know. Ugh. I don't know. They're just kind of yeah, whatever. Um, now, did you hear the rumor that um, Woody Harrelson's been cast as Carnage as the voice of Carnage? It's gonna be a planet, a planet of symbiotes. <laughs> I'm gonna make it's this a, up. A planet of symbiotes. A planet of goo. <laughs> I'm gonna cover my goo on everything. <laughs> I was a serial killer. Now I got a bunch of goo. <laughs> and I'm gonna goo you. Actually, they probably that sounds like a good Carnage voice. Is he? Is he? Wait. So is he in the Venom movie? That's what I've heard. That's a rumor. Now that's I okay. If if this movie is Venom versus Carnage, mm-hmm. I think it could work. Okay, he's got to fight someone. Who's gonna fight that businessman? I well, that's that's my fear. Is if it's Venom versus businessman, throw it throw it in the trash. I I don't I you know what I mean. Like yeah. I'll see it, I'll hate it, whatever. Throw it in the trash. But if it's Venom versus Carnage, there's a chance. I also heard that Michelle Williams is going to be Lady Venom or whatever that character is called. Also, like everyone's getting symbiotes. Or uh, huh. as uh, as uh, the trailer says, symbiote, which I don't give a shit about. But the guy sitting behind us in Infinity War gave oh, a yeah. lot of shits about that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he was like, "No, don't said." Yeah, like is it said in the cartoon or something like symbiote? Is that the pronoun like the, the quote unquote you can correct say pronunciation? Either it doesn't actually. It's like Uranus and Uranus. It, you could say either. No, it I know. I don't. It's it's. It's a fucking. It's a made up word. All words are made up words, but it's especially made up words. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Um, and that's the least of that movie's problems. Yeah. You know, it's coming out in October, which to me is like. Uh, I like October movies. October uh, blockbusters. You get your Blade Runners and types of movies yeah. there. You get like the kind. All of mo- your Resident Evil movies are in October. No, those are those are like January movies. Really? Well, I thought they were like they were always fall movies. I think the last, maybe I think the most recent, like the last, like the seventh fucking Resident Evil movie with a January movie or a February oh, movie. Jeez, I would be surprised if one person saw that. But to be fair, October, <laughs> back when Resident Evil movies were coming out, October was a dead, dead season. Yeah, season like since in the last five years, <laughs> the dead season has become basically it. It's the dead season's gone from uh, like it used to be. Like January through halfway through April, and uh, all of <laughs> September through halfway through November. Yeah. Now it's nothing. Just January. Yeah. And like just September. Yeah, 
I mean, I it's it maybe it's there's some sort of weird science now to making a good movie. Uh, the, there isn't. What happened is people have been releasing you know big movies any time of the year, and oh. and like, studios are realizing, oh, it doesn't fucking matter when we release it as long as it's a good fucking movie. Yeah, you could put Black Panther out in February, it makes seven hundred million dollars. You can put. You know, Guardians of the Galaxy in late August, because like, oh, late August, that's a risky time. No, it's not. It made a bazillion dollars. Well, that's the thing, too. But also, when you think about it, if you want a more, like, I think it's also a better time for a movie to have less of a following, like, less of a, uh, less of like a um, hype or something. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but okay, like like Deadpool and Black Panther, those are not like flagship characters they're not competing Marvel. with anything and that's what i mean is like you put those out in february they're not yeah. competing with anything then they make a shit ton exactly of yeah that's there's yeah. still strategy to it but like it's like there was yeah. the old thing where it's like oh you can't release a movie in february it's just gonna bomb whereas the you know i hate to say it but if you were to put like that first deadpool movie out in july or same with Black Panther out in july like who knows if it would have done as well it right probably would have because again those first at least Black Panther is an, an actually good movie. Deadpool, haven't seen in a while. I recall it being funny, but you know, it's a comedy that relies on. It's, it's like, like a seven out of ten. It, it relies on being funny. Like I remember it being like a seven out of ten, but like you know, it depends if it holds up. Whatever. This new one looks fantastic. Well, again, it might be the same uh, right. in terms of it being funny the one time and not so much again. I, we'll see. Deadpool, I, I guess I'm okay. Um, I like the first Deadpool, but like I wasn't like in love with it, you know. And I probably will like this new one, but I'm not gonna. Be, I might, maybe I'll be in love with it. Who knows? Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, it's interesting though. I like, you know, it, it reminds me though, like the idea that you can't release things in certain places. Is the same thing. It's like, oh, you can't put Mars in the title. People hate Mars. No, people hate bad movies. No one gives a shit about Mars. I think I. You should basically. It's. It's like you should just do whatever the opposite is of people getting too worried about that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Well, it's like every, people, it's like, you know, our rated comedies go out of vogue uh-huh. and then people, and then, you know, whoever's in charge is like, Oh, people don't like our rated comedies. And then someone, you know, will make an R rated comedy that makes a bunch of money. That, it's like, yeah. Oh, I get, you know, and then let's make an R rated. It's the same thing over and over again. Oh yeah. And that's the problem is I think something really strikes something really like, taps into people's interests right mm-hmm. and then you have a zillion copiers after that and then everybody thinks oh this is successful because the genre because yeah. people love the genre and it's like no people don't give a shit about genre there's not people out there that go like you know i'm only gonna see it if it's a rated people like comedy. like sci-fi movies and stuff like that it's like oh man sci-fi i'm gonna go see a sci-fi i love sci-fi like you know people do care about genre but you like the idea that oh, you know, uh, people don't like sci-fi anymore because uh, you know I guess people you know it's been like sci-fi doesn't make any money anymore. It's because people have been making shitty sci-fi to capitalize on sci-fi, yeah. not because they were bad movies. It's because they were bad movies essentially, and not because they were sci-fi. Right. Yeah. Like you have something like Jurassic Park, which is like Nirvana. And then you have Theodore Rex, which is just the flannel shirt. Or Carnosaur. <laughs> or Con- yeah, which is just the flannel shirt. It's right? like a sleeve. Yeah. That's the problem. It's just a cup of Seattle coffee. <laughs> hey, speaking of Portland, god damn the coffee's good up there. Is it? Did yeah. you go to like a little local local Yeah. 
Yeah, it was it was real nice. I don't know if I would know what good coffee is if I had it. Mostly I don't. I know what bad coffee tastes like. Go to Disneyland if you want some bad coffee. <laughs> um, but like good coffee... I can't imagine Disney specializing in coffee. Well, to be yeah. fair, I didn't go to like a cafe. I got coffee from a cart, and it was the oh. worst coffee I've ever had in my life. Like it was also like midnight, and I had to drive home. I'm like, oh, whatever, coffee, please. And it was awful. It was like water. Um, yeah, uh, and that's the thing is, I think you know, especially when you're like at an amusement park or some, a theme park or something, they're gonna water that coffee down. Yeah, but I'm sure if they if Disney like the well, from what I understand, Disney's actually like sit down cafes are probably. You know, they're probably legit. Yeah. It's probably like actual Starbucks around there, too. Totally. Um, But yeah, like coffee, I, I, either way, I always put a bunch of cream in my coffee anyway, so who knows? It's probably just creamy. It's just the cream, you know? La creme. Hey, creme de la creme, right? The cream of the cream. Yep. Uh, I drink my coffee black. Oh, like your heart. Uh, And I know a lot of people say that because they want to sound it like they're cool. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was like I spent all of college and whatever years after putting a, just a ton of shit in there. And I'm like, man, I think this is not good for me. You know, you would look <laughs> at home with a goatee and a beret and a turtleneck sweater just sitting at a coffee shop with your black coffee reading poetry and your bongo drums. You yeah, man. On, on the Road by Jack Kerouac. Am I right? Oh, man. And you already got the glasses for it. Alex, let me tell you hey, something. Hey, daddy yo. Let me tell you something, Alex. Mm-hmm. Don't come at me with Jack Kerouac stuff, all right? I'm <laughs> so fucking tired of hearing about Jack Kerouac. Are you really? Is this a real thing? Just some dude that went around the country, you know. Bebopping and rocksteady. Eating bologna sandwiches and banging a bunch of people. See, and- I don't really know much about Jack Kerouac other than his name and that he was a guy, so you're telling me. <laughs> No, I, you know, this is, I, I, I dated someone that was obsessed with Jack Kerouac and it was, you know. Was, Did she have the turtleneck and the bongo drums and the, the beret? Uh, not that far, but stuff like that, yes. Wasn't like Doug's yes. sister from the TV show Doug? Uh, almost. <laughs> it was like, oh, you know, let's listen to The Doors because it's so deep. And then so we listened to The Doors and I thought, man... Jim Morrison was on some drugs when he wrote this because a lot of this, a lot of the, a lot of his lyrics, it's like they try to make sense or they try to sound deep, but a lot of them aren't. You know, there was a story. I forget what song it was. I think maybe it was "Light My Fire" or something. Either way, like they were on the Ed Sullivan show. Oh, hey, do you know what? Do you remember what song that was? "Light My Fire." It was "Light My Fire," and they're like, "You gotta change this lyric, man. It's too risque or something." He's like, "Okay, yeah, we'll do that." And then they just played it uncut on the TV show, and it's like, "Man," and like the producers like, "You'll never be on the Ed Sullivan show again." It's like, "Man, we already did the Ed Sullivan show." <laughs> <laughs> that song was not written by Jim Morrison, I don't think. Because him and I believe the bassist co-wrote the lyrics, or rather, the bassist would come at no, not the bassist. They didn't. The guitarist, maybe I don't know. One of those fuckers. One of them string dudes. Yeah, he would write songs, and he'd be like, "Hey, let's play this." And then so like Jim Morrison wrote his some of the songs, and then this other guy wrote the other songs. And the other guy I feel was the better lyricist because he had stuff that was like hmm. coherent a little bit. But whatever. Do you ever hear that other story with Rage Against the Machine? I forget what show they were on, but they were like, hey, you know, um, 
It's like the MTV Music Awards, wasn't it? Uh, I thought it was something a little... Where their bassist went up on top of a thing and like... No, no, not that one. Oh, okay. It was, a little, it was like, a, like a talk show or something. Um, I think it was like, it was like hey, killing the name of the little extreme, you want know, toning it down, you know, for, for the censors? Like, oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. And they got on the stage and they're just like, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> fuck. And they just like, they don't even try. And it's like, oh God, like I bet the producer was like, God damn it. That's the thing. That's so so much better publicity than actually sitting there and like you know. Yeah, if the song has got "fuck you," I won't do what you tell me in it. Why would you expect them to do what you tell them? <laughs> oh. You ever seen that video? Which is Rage Against the Machine's first public performance Mm-mm. ever. They're like playing at like some like community college or something. They're like on stage, and it's like a guy's like, and here's uh, Rage Against the Machine, and they just come out the gate with like their like sound it's like holy shit you wow. know it's like pretty great because i i know they got signed or they came out their first sound i think in like 93 right yeah it was like 92 or something yeah. where they did this thing yeah. they, they were just like on t- they just had it it's crazy man i was never able to get into rage against the machine that that much and i loved like i think it's really cool like they have a great sound and everything uh what I revisited the other day actually was like Audio Slave's first album, mm-hmm. and that's Rage Against the Machine plus Chris Cornell minus Zach De La Rocha, right? Uh, it, it doesn't hold up as well as I thought it would. I don't know. I, I don't know if you ever were in, into Audio Slave. But no, I was never like into that scene, man. I was always, you know, I was more of a prog rock guy, man. Yeah, yeah. The whole like super group era of like the early thousands. I mean, they were prog rock super groups. I didn't really like super groups, though. I always yeah. found like it was always sort of like when everyone's a guest star, it just feels a little hollow to me. Well, and I think that was a a, a thing that like it was like this weird kind of big pop experiment, or, or like it was this big like it was like a it felt like a music industry money making experiment. You know, oh, let's have like uh, these groups that like. Mm where you switch these members out and stuff. And like, I don't know, dude. Yeah. There's, but the problem is it's like, it's like if you make, let's say you make like, um, spaghetti Uh and marinara sauce Uh and meatballs and and Parmesan cheese on top. Right. Uh That's like spaghetti and meatballs the way it should be. Uh huh. Now let's say you take away the meatballs uh-huh. and you throw in fish. No, because that might taste good still. But like, uh, I don't know. Well, it tastes good. It's just not what you're looking for. Maybe you know. Who's to say that these super groups don't taste good? Uh, you throw in like ice cream or something. Well, that's just weird. Then it's just weird, and that's sort of what Audio Slave felt like. All right. Where it's like, well, I don't know. Like this. Hey, I love Chris Cornell's voice. Hey, I love Rage Against the Machine sound. Together, hmm. I don't know, man. Not, not so also, much. I would say, want to say real quick that um, if you don't know the bands that we're talking about, I'm we're sorry. Whatever. Hey, <laughs> listen, guys. I've gotten a couple of complaints uh, uh, that like during musical talk that because they don't know what the fuck bands we're talking about, they're just like, I don't know. Okay. So I'm sorry. Listen to these bands, <laughs> and then you know, or don't. But also, if you don't know who Raging This Machine is, I mean, come on. 
Come on now. Come here. Well, what if they're young people? What if we have like a 14-year-old kid listening to this? Don't listen to this then fucking show. Need... It's a radar show with if our If you're a 14-year-old language. kid, fucking get an education. Good job. Right? Get your soul in education. Actually, listen this to some is not music. a radar show because language shouldn't be radar. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Should be able to go see Boyhood and other sh- movies and, you know, or whatever. Yeah. They are, are for language. <laughs> language but hey guys if if yeah uh, here's one thing i'll say if uh if if our music talk isn't isn't great for you why not write some comments about the music you like yeah we can check it out we'll talk about it hey i like that you know that tchaikovsky it's good stuff yeah or uh what about uh johann sebastian Bach? Bach. uh people like lady gaga apparently So that's something. I mean, I've every time I hear a song on the radio, it's like, yeah, I get that. That's popular. That's good stuff. She's always one of those pop artists where I have nothing, nothing wrong. The thing about pop music is, I used to work in a um, the warehouse when I was in high school. Oh, and I didn't know um, you know, it was at like Target or whatever. And uh, right, but I had no control over the radio, so I would hear radio music, and I fucking hate radio because it was the same three songs over and over and over again. So it doesn't matter. What song it was, I hated it. I never listened to the radio. Yeah, the radio sucks. It was like, they even played like the Foo Fighters, and it's like, I like the Foo Fighters, but the, shut this song up. Well, the way, like, I guess you'd call it big radio. Yeah, fuck big radio. The, the way big radio works is they literally play the same, they, they play the same tracks at the same time every day. Like, for, you know, a week, right? Well, they They'll, probably at least go through what the top 20 is or whatever, right? Yeah, but they literally will play stuff at the same time. Like, you'll, tur- you'll, you'll turn on the radio at 3 in the afternoon, and you'll catch the same set of songs at 3 o'clock every day. Mm. DJs must mute that, right? What do Surely you mean? they don't listen to the music. Oh, I doubt it. Yeah. Oh man, I'd go crazy. Yeah. Unless you were just like really liked it. I mean, it. I th- I'm pretty sure it like switches out every week. You know? No, yeah, but still, like but, even like after like a week of listening to whatever hot hot, hot singles. Oh yeah, I'd go I fucking was, like, crazy. Oh, I was like, I, like if it was a song I liked, I didn't like it anymore. If it was a song I hated, I wanted to kill myself. Yeah. And like classic rock radio, I. I think that would be the worst. Classic rock radio was better though for those kind of stations, or like like the soft, like not soft. Like you know, like pop rock, like like hits from the eighties and nineties. Like that was because there was enough of hits in the eighties and nineties that it didn't wasn't the same over and over and over again. So that was my yeah, preferred radio. But, but it's way. always like Van Halen and ACDC dun, and dun, shit. Dun. Yeah, well, well, you know, and it's like ah, come on, some, or like Bon Jovi, or some Smash Mouth. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, no, but like I can't go anywhere now just with an iPod. I actually have a regular, regular, real iPod. Because it's easier to, to you know choose oh, songs yeah. while driving. Yeah, like not while driving, but while stopped at red lights and shit. You know. Yeah. Because I can just like never rather I can skip songs while driving. Skip, skip. Because I have it like on my iPhone, like my phone, or like a, t- an I- I- a new iPod with the touch screens. No, thank you. Right. I want that tactile force feedback. God damn that, it. That classic, the classic, the click wheel. Be the yeah. way. Yeah, I can't go anywhere without my own music. Um, I have CDs in the car. And that's about it. But the selection's so limited, and all my CDs get scratched when I take them out. No, listen, man, I I got this big CD sleeve, you know, fits like 30 CDs. What do you got in your car right now? Oh, God. Uh... Uh, the Cockatoo Twins. Rather, what is have you heard of the Cockatoo Twins? That's what's in your your DVD or CD player. No, I. That's what's in your CD player. Little Dragon. 
by what? The no, the band's name is Little Dragon. Uh-huh. Uh, what was it? Nibuma Rubber Band. Get this hipster shit out of here, man. N- Nibuma Rubber Band. I only, only, only listen to things I know of. Okay, <laughs> I'm well, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great album, by the way. What's it? What? Little Dragon, Nibuma Rubber Band. I think I'm saying What's that right. What's the genre? It's like uh, it's like, it's like uh, it's electronic female singer but it's not so like it's a robot huh so it's a female it's not a robot. robot you said it was an electronic female no i said elect <laughs> oh did i really no i'm joking i'm twisting oh your shit words. okay no it's, just, it's electronic females i just took out the comma because it was but funny it's not like poppy it's not poppy it's like very subtle so kind of ambient ambient edm kind of stuff okay yeah. well, let's see if i can find it like spotify or whatever um what else? I was listening to the album Eureka by Mother Mother on the way here. Mother Mother is a Canadian kind of, I guess you could call it more of a traditional rock band. Okay. You heard them once, I think, at my at my house or something. Possibly. They have, like, a couple of singers. It was, like, a guy, and there's, like, a two uh, female backers, and they kind of all sing together. It's really cool. Oh, okay. Cool. And uh, I think your girlfriend was like, are these Japanese? I'm like, no, they're Canadian. <laughs> Oh, that's right. So yeah, yeah, great band. Would would recommend. Also, the Deer Hunter, great band. Would recommend. Oh yeah, the Deer Hunter. You Some of the best them. prog rock currently available. Um, Cockatoo Twins. All right. Are they actually twins? No. Are they actually birds? No. Okay. It's a female fronted band from the eighties. From the eighties. Yeah, so good. So hipster. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, oof. I think I have some Tears for Fears in there. Tears for Fears. Weren't yeah. they playing? Did you go see them live when they playing with Holland Oats? No, I didn't see. I, I, man, I would have loved that concert just because, like, you know, funny, funny looking duos there. But uh, Tears for Fears is a duo. Yeah. Oh, I see. I don't know nothing about Tears for Fears. It's um, I think Sean Smith and Roland Orzabal. <laughs> you made that up. No. The singer's name is Roland Orzabal. Does he wear like a monocle? No, but he's very uh he's very distinguished looking. He kind of Man, Roland is a cool name. And, dude, Orzabal? Like, well, yeah, but I mean, Orzabal is a name that's like, you know. Oh wow, look at that hair. Yeah, no, this guy uh he's he's a fucking champ, this guy, Roland Orzabal. Um you know what's funny about Tears for Fears is they said they were coming out with a new album and then they just never did. Well, maybe they wasn't good enough. They just never Yeah, it was just not good enough. <laughs> oh god. Um It's like uh what was that? Uh Chinese democracy? Right. Well that, that did, was that did eventually come out. That was highly anticipated. I'm I'm sure that um, By who though? Well, I think Axl Rose did a uh, an interesting job of like just making it like weird, like well, because the, he, kept, the st- he promoted it for like ten years straight. I guess he kept every time it would disappear from the limelight or from the public image, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, by the way, this album's coming out." Well, that's what I mean. Is I think there's enough people that are like, "God damn it, I want this album to come out." Guns and Roses, right? And then it <laughs> came out and it was awful, and no one liked it. It's kind of like Zoolander two or one of those types of things. I still haven't seen Zoolander. Neither have I. I'm just saying, like you know, a sequel to or like you know, a, a next installment of a, of a series that no one that people think they want, but they don't actually. Right. Because it's it's you just know, past its prime. Yeah. So you got to reboot that shit. 
Yeah, it's just a nostalgia thing, you know. And I don't know. Does Guns N' Roses have any hits other than their, that one album they have? Because that one album has like "Welcome to the Jungle" and "Sweet Child of Mine" and like "Paradise City." I forget whether what, yeah. "Appetite for Destruction." Is yeah, that's their, the album. It's yeah. their first album, and I think it's the only album you really need to know by them. Uh, it's a good. That's, that, those are good songs. Yeah, no, it's a great album. It's a really fucking strong album. I think. Um. There was Use Your Illusion Part 1 and 2, and I think the only thing that really came out of that was November Rain, which doesn't get any airtime anyway. Like, no one it, no one cares, you know? Mm. No one cares about it. Part 1 and 2. It's like uh, Load and Reloaded. Oh, Load just, and Reload? Or whatever. I'm just thinking of, like, you know, people, I guess, part like uh, two-part albums or something. Well, what's funny about Load and Reload, that's a Metallica album, everybody. And what, and what Metallica thought was, hey, let's have a double album, and it was going to be Load. And then Metallica was like, well, hold on. Let's have Load, and then a year or two later, Reload. So that way we'll make more money. <laughs> Did it work? I don't know. That was after, right after the Black Album, right? Yes. And people, if you don't know, but the Black Album is that famous Metallica album. It's got Sandman, Enter Sandman, and that's basically it in terms of radio play. So well, that's not no, a ba- no, no, that's not true. Well, I, well that's the one that... Unforgiven. Them, oh, Unforgiven. Is that the one that... Uh, uh, nothing that, Else Matters. Is that radio play? Either way, that's a, that's a good album. It's their best. Best. You day. know what? Everybody's like, oh, you know, Metallica... Master of Puppets or Ride all. the Lightning. No one says blah, Kill Blah, blah, blah. Hey, Black Album. I'm only, sorry. I only ever hear Ride the Lightning or Master of Puppets. Yeah. So I never hear the Black Album. The Black Album's pretty hot, though. Yeah. It's got that snake on the cover. It's got that, a swirly snake. Black Album was one of my first albums that I owned. Oh. Yeah. The first album I ever bought was the Space Ghost Coast to Coast album. <laughs> oh, I remember that. I was oh, like seven. Man. Hey, you know, I, I'm sure it was tons of fun, that It was tons of album. fun. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the first real music I bought, though. A lot of the music I got when I was like figuring out what the fuck. First of all, a lot of the music I got was illegally downloaded on LimeWire. I'm sorry, everyone. And That's fine. That was when I was like 11. And then after that, my parents kind of was like, hey, here's like the best of Led Zeppelin and the best of Chicago and the best of Rush. Just like have at it for like Christmas one year. And then I was like, wow, music. Yeah. And after that, I kind of figured it out. Yeah. So... I think it's good and important to go back to the classics at some point just to just to have a metric of like what could be done with yeah. music. The classic for a reason. Thankfully, though, I was never too much in the classics where I was one of those assholes who was like, man, music was so much better in the 70s. Oh, music whatever. nowadays sucks. I mean, uh, I, I'm not going to say that I love music nowadays, but here's the thing. Stuff that. Like it, it's like with anything, it either floats or it sinks, right? And like, if we were to go back to to the seventies and be like, "Hey, we're listening to the seventies as it happens," I'm sure it's almost the same exact ratio of good music to bad music. Yeah, probably. And also because I don't listen to the radio, so I have no idea what pop music is. Um, so many times when like talking like to my girlfriend, and she'll be like, "Oh yeah, this song." I'm like, "What? <laughs> what song?" It's like, "Oh, they that song that was all over the radio, like and, and commercials and stuff." What? I don't know what you're talking about. Never heard it. Um, but like, you know, speaking of like the Deer Hunter, um, Act 5, which is the fifth act of a long string of albums, uh-huh. one of the best albums I've ever heard in my life. And that came out like two years ago. So like, you know, modern day music. Yeah. Thumbs up. 
It's still around. It's yeah, there's still plenty of cool shit happening. Um, I think the only difference is, is now since the technology to make that music is is much more accessible. It's you just find it in different places. You don't find it on top. I I, I honestly feel like top forty culture is not nearly what it was. Well, it's also you know? different. Like I think vinyls outselling, like it's CDs like and CD stuff. or like physical. Like yeah, vinyl is like outselling music in general. Like I have something like like the musical landscape is shifting. From what I understand, where like because people don't buy CDs anymore, they buy songs, and so physical sales have like. I think physical and no one buys songs anymore because of Spotify. So I think for the first time, I read like last month or something, physical sales have surpassed digital sales for the first time since like 2000 something. Oh. You know? So it's like, it's like a weird thing we're going with now. Well, I think collecting music has become more of a specialty than it was. I still buy my, my albums on like iTunes or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I still buy albums too. But I think like. I think there's there it, it, right now it's like this thing where it's like uh sort of like how comic like people that buy comic books are where it's like just this culture within itself as opposed to like mass uh, like like I feel like there was probably a time, you know, long ago where everybody was buying music. Now I think it's maybe less people buying more music. Yeah, it's more of a, a hobbyist thing now. Hobbyist thing. Speaking yeah. of which, I my parents had a really really class, really you know nice record collection from like the eighties and stuff. Mm-hmm. They had like the bet like ELO and like Michael Jackson, Queen, and like uh, you know Chicago and all these really really great fucking albums from the late the eighties and early nineties. And so I was like, uh, you know, they're not using them. They were literally in a closet behind a couch, um, mm. in my parents' basement. So I was like, I'm gonna take. These I'm gonna take them back to California. I'm gonna be a classy so and so, gonna get a record player and play these records. Never touched them. I haven't opened any of oh. them. I gotta give them back to them. Ah, oh, yeah. Because that was like four years ago. Yeah, I've been thinking about getting like a uh, uh, an actual vinyl player and some some quality speakers and stuff. But every time I think about like the actual money I'd be spending, I I'm like, well. How often am I going to use this? Exactly. Actually, I was know? thinking about that, and like, yeah, and it's like, why would I ever? I don't listen to music out loud in my house, like ever. Yeah. Like parties. Yeah. And then if that case, I like having the control of just putting an iPod into a speaker. Right. Yeah. So, um. Anyways, folks, if you haven't figured it out by now, we haven't really seen many movies in the last week or so. So. But that's okay. Listen, sometimes it's more freeform. Sometimes it's specific as fuck with mo- certain movies. So, you know, That's you, our, get, you get a mixed bag. The film tested voyage isn't necessarily about the voyage of movies. It's about the voyage of our lives. That's right. Our lives are film. And, folks, we want to hear about the voyage of your life. You. Yes, you. So if you want to reach us and tell us your story, you can, we're at filmtestedvoyage.com, filmtestedvoyage at gmail.com, or the Film Tested Voyage Facebook page. Either way, you can just re- let, let us know what, what you're thinking. Tell us. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, everybody, we're a part of a bigger Not again. Pod- no, you did it last week. Hey, everybody, uh, we are a part of a bigger podcast network, the Let Me Listen Podcast Network. What was that? What? The Let Me Listen Podcast Network. Oh. Um, you can find all kinds of podcasts on the Let Me Listen Podcast Network. Uh, ours included, the Sequel Sequel Podcast, which Alex has been on and I host. Uh, there's the late seating podcast, which is movie reviews by my older brother, 
and his buddy. Nepotism. Nepotism. Uh, you know, there's uh, there's all kinds of great programming on the Let Me Listen Podcast Network. Be sure to check us out on SoundCloud. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Leave some comments. Leave some ratings. Hey, tell your friends about us. Yeah, pull your weight. We get the numbers. <laughs> you haven't been telling your friends. I see you. I see you over there. Um, listen, until next time, Voyagers, have your own voyage. But then tell us. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.